Well, we are at the top of the hour and my name is Jennifer Morris and I am co-hosting today with the amazing Shannon Ruzichka and um, Shannon is going to uh, share with us some incredible activities a little later on in the call. Um, <clears throat> but I invited a special speaker here today to talk to us a little bit about social media, um, those tricky little things called algorithms, security, um, different strategies. And um, so I am calling in the expert, my assistant, uh, Jessica Widerko, who also is the owner of uh, the branding service, Steady Radiance Design. Um, I will tell you, this woman is one of the most highly talented people I have ever worked with in my life. And um, she makes me look good. So anything that looks really great and you're like, dang girl, um, that's probably Jessica. <laughs> like, that's an awesome slideshow or look at those graphics. Yeah. So, um, so do you want me to do a disclaimer real quick or bring Jessica in? Um, we've got, we've got it on the, we've got it on the slideshow. So I oh, think that perfect. you, I forgot that we have it on there. So we're good. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. So Jessica, if you Let me can just... be spotlighted with me, I there think, we go. there we go. And then you can take yourself off mute. So Hello. awesome. Jessica, nice to, to have you here. Um, most of these people don't know who you are um, from sort of your face, but I'm going to tell you they all know who you are by your work. Um, your work precedes you and um, you're an amazing partner in this business for me. Um, I'd love for you to just give us like one or two minutes about kind of how you um, got into um all of the things that you do, being an assistant, working in graphics, working in branding, um, and even more, like you do way more than just, than just that. So tell, tell everyone a little bit about you. Okay. Um, I am a Colorado native and I went to, um, well, I've been a kind of a computer nerd my whole life, like calling me a nerd is a compliment. I love it. <laughs> um, and, um, so I, when I was in high school, I decided I wanted to be a graphic designer and that wasn't really a thing in my high school. So they made a program for me and I interned at a hotel and figured out that I love doing like print work and layouts and um, they got me a, this, it was a, it's a huge hotel in the tech center and um, the guy that I interned with uh, recommended me for a program at the University of Denver and so I went to DU and they have a really incredible program that lets you kind of merge different um, different medias so you can specialize in one thing but you have to take classes in other areas of art so I went for graphic design and figured out there that I also like game design and web design and so got kind of a mixed degree in all of that and then um, ended up working in marketing as my first job and figured out that I like that too so everything's kind of just been like as I go I figured out this is what I like and I happened like it it's just worked out um, and I worked with um, 
one of the people I worked with in my first job um, is Kim Freeman's husband, Mark. And that's how I met them. And when Kim started um, Optavia, she knew that um, I was looking, I, I was actually looking for some extra income and a way to get out of the job that I was working at because neither Mark or I liked where we worked. And, um, you know, losing a little bit of extra weight was a bonus, but um, I uh, lost 25 pounds with Optavia and it's still off now. That was, gosh, four years ago, I think. Um, but uh, I, in there, I'd also been, I had also started my own business um, as a graphic designer and um, because I was working as full-time with Mark at that job and trying to do, start my own business as a graphic designer, which is my passion, and tried to do Optivia as a, to get an extra income, I was getting overwhelmed. So I did it for about a year and decided that- And that's when we met. She was amazing. She was an incredible client. And um, here's the, uh, the other thing I want to point out, you guys. Please look for the gold in your business. We had no idea when Jessica was coaching that she was going to end up being like my right arm, right? I knew I loved her. I was like, wow, this girl's wicked smart. And like, she's so different and cool. Like her brain is so different than mine. Um, but yeah, so keep your eyes open, you guys, because while health coaching wasn't, it wasn't like her, it didn't become her passion. Um, when we were in a place looking for an assistant, I mean, she was a total standout. And we were like, what about Jessica? So she's, she's, she is now involved in Optavia and she loves it. And she's just been an incredible partner. So, um, yeah, so, all right, Jessica, let's start with some of the things that we have been discussing. If you want to start the slideshow, um, I'll read the disclaimer real quick. Hopefully you can share. <clears throat> I'm in my mountain house and my charger for my computer broke this morning and it was the only one I looked in every single room. So if I die on my computer, I will rejoin on my phone and uh, we'll continue on. I just like one of those things. Is it working for you to share? Uh, it is, it's trying to, let's see. It has to be downloaded and I know you know this. So you can send, if you need to send um, your files, uh, there we go. There we go. Can you see that? Yep. Okay, cool. Yay. See this beautiful graphic that JMO made? Just kidding. Jessica made it. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to read the disclaimer to you guys this morning because we are going to talk about how this affects your income potential. And Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities season after season after season. Um, please see the IDS for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. All righty. So 
I wanted to just give you guys a little, you know, just a reminder. Um, you can screenshot this. These are just the things that we want to be focused on. Um, Ignite Burn Brighter in Houston, February 23rd through 25th. Really, it's through the 26th because the 25th ends at really like midnight. So, um, so we're flying out on the 26th. So uh, just know that we have, uh, we have, a you know, a lot of space left. And um, uh, we thought we were going to have a few golden tickets. And as it turns out, um, it was just overestimated the amount of people who would want to go. So what we're doing now is we are pivoting because we uh, have flexibility and emotional intelligence. And we know that it was meant to be that more people, not just executive directors, were meant to be at this event. Um, so content is being adjusted and we are going to blow it up. It's going to be amazing. Um, also commit to health. We have uh, just over two weeks left in the month. And that's I've been just telling clients like this, it's $70 off your first box and almost $100 off your second. That's how I've been saying it really simply to people. Um, and then we also have the January Sugar Shot Challenge. Um, so if you haven't done it, I haven't done mine. I need to go and I have some old ones. I'm just probably going to post one today and then uh, go back and do a fresh one. All right, next we want to talk about... Um, Facebook, you guys, we had um, a tragedy happen over in December where um, one of our global's strategic partners who's all in lost access to her Facebook permanently. So um, Jessica and others have been working uh, diligently in December, and we've learned some lessons. And the lesson is really the overarching lesson, Jessica, if, and you can just jump in, is that we are business owners. And since we run our business via social media, it's really important for us to level up. So Jessica is going to take us through some security things um, that we should all be doing and thank goodness ours is all secure. Um, but she's gonna take you through two-factor authentication and then um, some other ways to make sure that your social media is secure. So go right ahead, girl. Okay, so just in case anybody isn't aware what two-factor authentication is, it's just an additional layer of security on top of your password that helps Facebook to identify you. So when you try to log in, it's, a, it's another way to identify you. So when you log into something and it asks you to um, like if you want to get a code texted to you or to put in another, um, another, your, another way of verifying. That's all two-factor authentication is. Um, and so this is where to find it in the mobile app and on the desktop browser. This is where you find the settings for two-factor authentication. Um, and I'm going to go over how you, how you actually, like what you should actually do to set it up. Um, but you just go to the um, profile picture in the top right corner of your um, profile when you're logged in. And then um, it just depends on whether you're in the mobile app or whether you're on the desktop browser as to what you do after that. But essentially, it's under the set settings and then security and login. That's what you're looking for. And then um, there's a section called two-factor authentication, and you're looking for that section. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so if you want to take a screenshot of this so that you can um, know where this is at, um, 
going forward um just to, it's always a good idea to keep track of where this is at because i always have to look it up every time yeah and and you know part of the the thing that got this person into trouble with her facebook is um that feeling that we all have to overcome that oh if i put my phone number in there um or my you know an additional something in there what are they going to do with that information and i think that it's, it's a hard pill to swallow but we just have to own up to the fact that this is how the world operates now and we need to be able to have access to our social media accounts so um you can continue okay so once you get into the two-factor authentication settings um this is the screen that you should see and it might look a little bit different because this is the settings on my account where they're all on so it might just look a little bit different where you might have to turn them on but um the first one is called text message sms so that's the standard one where facebook will just send you a text with a code in it um, most of us have had that happen at some point um when you set that up they will you'll put in your phone number and they will probably text you a code to verify that the phone number is yours and that you own it. You'll just enter the code into the box that they give you and then you will be all set up. And then going forward, when you log in, they will ask you to authenticate the first time when, and then you shouldn't have to do it again on that device. The only time you'll have to do it again on that device is if your cache or your cookies get deleted so that if they essentially it forgets who you are. Um, so you shouldn't have to do it every time. So it's not going to be something that's annoying you constantly. Um, and that's something, that one's one that's always good to have on. Um, the next one is called uh, the authentication app. And this one is good because it doesn't rely on a text message. So the first one relies on a text message from Facebook. And one of the issues that we had with this coach back in December was that she wasn't getting the text message. And we actually don't know why she wasn't getting the text message. We still don't know why. But if you set up the authentication app, it avoids that potential from happening. So the only downside is it requires you to download a separate app. Um, so the one that I recommend is Google, Auth Google Authenticator. Um, it's the easiest one I found to use. And Jen downloaded it and set it up for her account. And um, it's really simple to download it and set it up. All you have to do is download it from the Play Store or from the App Store. And it's just called Google Authenticator. Um, when you download it, all you do is you'll tap on the authentication app option here on your Facebook settings in, in your settings, and it'll give you a QR code on your screen. So then so you'll want to do this on a computer, on a desktop or a tablet, just a separate device. And then on your phone, use the Google Authenticator app and scan the QR code on your Facebook settings. Yeah. So just to reiterate, <clears throat> for those of us who are not computer geeks, as you say, um, download the app into your phone and log in. Then if you somehow can't get signed into your Facebook, you'll need to go to your computer, log into the Google Authenticator, and it will give you a QR code and you just pick up your phone and scan it like you do a QR code and it will give you a number. Is that what I'm hearing you say? 
So that's how you, when you're setting up the account. Yeah. Oh, when you're setting it up. So that's just how you set it up. Um, so when you're setting it up, you'll want your Facebook settings to be open on, on a your computer, computer or a tablet or another phone, just anything else so that you can use your camera on your phone um, to use whatever device the Google Authenticator is on. You need to use the camera on that phone or on that device to scan the code on your Facebook settings. Your Facebook. So you don't have to download the Google Authenticator to your computer. You just have to have your Facebook settings open and it will say, if you're using an app, here's the QR code, scan this QR code. So you grab your phone, scan the code, and then it will give you. Yep, Then so then it, that connects it and that's all you have to do to set it up. So then mm -hmm. what you'll see is you'll see um, codes on the screen. You'll see your Facebook account and you'll see codes on the screen and a little circle that's a timer that's constantly resetting. And it resets about maybe once every 30 seconds or so. And so when you log in to Facebook, if it asks you to enter a code, you can either have them text it to you or you can open up your Google Authenticator app and just go to and put in whatever code is shown on your screen. And the reason it resets is so that it's secure, so that it's constantly changing. And the benefit to this is you, like I said, you don't have to wait for Facebook to send you a text message. You, you know you've got a code accessible right there in front of you. And people were saying, even if we know the text messaging works, I would still do it, guys, because this person, for some reason, the code was not coming to her page. So, um, and then a lot of people are asking how um, this will affect their branding service. Um, so the only thing you will have to allow them You'll have to let them log, let them know that you've done it, or I would say let them know before you do it. And then they'll have to log in and you'll have to approve them. So it'll send you a code or you'll have to give them the code from your Google Authenticator. Um, so you'll just have to, it would essentially be as if you were logging in again. Yep. Yep. Okay. And you had me copy some recovery. Uh, yes. So the third option is recovery codes. And this one is beneficial in case you lose your phone entirely and you don't have access to any of this or you your service drops out and you can't, you know, you you don't have Wi-Fi or, you know, whatever the case may be. This is like the fail safe. So what these recovery codes are is these are it's a list of recovery codes that when you click on it, it will pop up a list of uh, 10 codes and it's the same six or eight digit codes that you would normally get from Facebook and they are one-time use codes that are like in case of emergency and it's um you can download the list you can save it to a computer or to your phone I put it and, in the notes section in my phone because that carries over to my computer mm -hmm. and I could see because Jessica's my assistant and from time to time she has to use a code to get in it was a list of 10 codes and like three of them had a line through them so those three had been used and I knew that the next one if I were locked out I could use that code so this is three separate ways to have your um to have your Facebook secure yep. anything else you want to say about that uh, nope. Okay. So 
Um, one is Facebook sending you a text message. One is from an outside um, authenticator app, uh, which can, which is connected to your Facebook by scanning that QR code. Um, you do that when you set it up. And then the third way is having recovery codes saved somewhere safe so that you can put them in. Okay. Um, make sure that you save those recovery codes somewhere besides your phone. Besides your phone. Yeah. So even if it's on your phone, if it's backed up in a cloud somewhere, or if you, you can even write them down on a sticky note, some put them on your desk, just as long as it's not on your phone. That way, if you lose access to your phone, you still have these recovery codes. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, guys, we will uh, stay. How about we do this? I feel like there's going to be a lot of questions. Um, I, we, I really want to give you guys this content or Jessica to give you guys this content. Um, but um, I'm wondering when Q and A for this. Okay, let me just let me just look and see. Print the codes out. Tom says um, somebody said an Apple Note would work. Yep, because it's in the it's in the cloud. Um, post it and put it in your safe. LOL. Okay, just kidding. Don't post it. Um, okay, Kaylee said my recovery codes didn't move to the your security section. Is that normal? And what someone said they they can't, they downloaded the QR code. Jasmine, I'll talk you through this while Jessica looks for the answer to that. So um, she's not, Jasmina says, I'm not seeing the QR code. You have to open up your Facebook, go to um, uh, settings, uh, like click your thumbnail at the top, uh, go through um, settings, password and security and dual authentication. And then in there you have to choose the uh, dual authentication app and um, and that it's going to give you do this on your computer it's going to give you a qr code you pick up your phone and scan that right jessica am i right yes do all that on a computer then scan that with your phone Doop. okay okay hopefully that helped we can stay after and ask a few more. Um, shouldn't affect your branding service. Um, do not pay. It's a free app. Um, just ignore that. Isn't that right, Jessica? It's free, right? Yeah, it's free. Yeah. Okay. Text authentication recovery to code all to yes. Have only been asked for recovery generator code, but I need to be able to get into Facebook to get a generator code. Um, so again, log in to your Facebook on a computer, go to, go to your little profile thumbnail, go to um, settings, go to password and security, go to dual authentication, click on the recovery generator. It will give you um, a QR code on the computer, pick up your phone, and scan it with your camera and it will connect your Facebook to the generator. Okay. All right. Yay. Okay. We're hearing some people with success. Okay. You can lock your notes. That's amazing. Okay. All righty. 
Okay, so next I've asked Jessica to talk to us um, because we've been doing what we've been doing for a long time, at least seven years that I've been coaching. We've been doing three health-related posts and uh, two personal posts a day. Um, then we started in the last few, probably few months, really teaching people how to do stories. Now this is a business coach call. Okay. You guys. So if a brand new coach comes in, you all know that you have to use emotional intelligence, not to overwhelm them with, oh my God, you got to be posting seven times a day and you got to keep your stories loaded. And now there's new things and you got to, maybe you should do Instagram as well. And maybe, um, who knows? So we obviously, please just know that we, this is targeted toward you guys, the audience of business coaches that are on here, um, because you guys are all in and you're doing the branding. So I asked Jessica to look at algorithms in 2023 to evaluate the relevance of what we're doing. And we're not changing anything radically. You guys, uh, I just want to start out with that. So, um, but I did ask Jessica to find what she, to share what she found. So Thank you for being here. So um, the the Facebook algorithm, as everybody knows, changes almost daily. Like they really do change it almost daily. And they know they've never told anybody really what's in it or how it works. The only things we really know about it is what they choose to release or what's been leaked. Um, so we kind of have to sort of trial and error it and figure out what works the best. Um, and um, what, but what we figured out and what they do know from what Facebook has announced that they've changed in 2023 is um, <clears throat> that they have decided to focus their algorithm on three main ranking signals um, starting, they started this actually in December. So the first main ranking signal that they're going to focus on is um, uh, who posted something. And so what these ranking signals are is it, this is determines um, the order that you see things in your feed, in what used to be called the newsfeed. So this is determines how you see things in your newsfeed, when they pop back up, how often you'll see them, um, how often you'll see certain people, certain content. All, so those are what the ranking signals determine. So the first one is who posted it. So people are more likely to see content from sources that they interact with. So this is including friends and businesses. So if somebody interacts with a person or a business frequently, they're more likely to see content from those sources. I.e. A to Z commenting works. Yes. And that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that the person is interacting with you. It means that if you interact with the person, they're going to see more stuff from you. Ta-da! Yay, we've been doing the right thing. So the, the second ranking signal is uh, the type of content. So people will see the type of content that they interact with most often. So this means if they typically interact with videos, they will see more videos. If they typically engage with photos, they'll see more photos. So what this means for all of you is that posting different types of things is beneficial. If you always only post things with pictures, you're only capturing people who only interact with things with pictures. So you should always be posting things with um, pictures, with GIFs, with videos, with um, just straight basic posts with nothing, with just 
um, the caption, no, nothing, no, or no images or anything. Just words. Just words. Thank you. Um, and then also, you know, the live videos uh, or Facebook lives, you know, the, sto the stories, the reels, all the things, because that that's how Facebook is giving people their um, their information is based on what they typically interact with. And then the third ranking signal is the interactions with the posts. So the feed is going to prioritize posts with a lot of engagement, especially from the people they interact with a lot. So especially from that first ranking signal. So the posts that are gonna be seen at the top of the feed and that are gonna be bumped up to the top the most often are the ones that are engaged with the most. So that means that if you reply to a post or comment on it or like it or anything, and then somebody else does, and then you come back and do it again, or anybody else does it again, any, any interactions that happen means that it's gonna get bumped up higher and higher. So, so that this also includes, means that, go ahead. This includes if you're working with a baby coach and they posted a transformation a month ago and you go back and you erase your comment and re-comment on it, it bumps it back into the algorithms, yes? Yes, exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. Like this also means that if you, any of your posts have comments or likes, um, then you should be going back and commenting back and liking or and interacting with those engagements because that will in, increase the placement of, on the feeds of the people who interacted with that post in the first place. Um, so something that you might just want to keep in the back of your mind. So this is something that Facebook, they, they've changed. Um, so they formally had a, uh, a feature that they could, you could choose what you wanted to see based on your preferences. So you can go, you could see things on your feed or in your groups that say like, show me more of this person or hide this person's snooze. Um, um, <clears throat> Uh, you can also do things like putting somebody in a see first list or a favorites list. So if you are friends with somebody and you want to see a lot of things from them, you could put them in a list where they would um, pop up more on your feed. Mm -hmm. So all of those options are still available. But Facebook, uh, starting in December, they just removed the fact that those controls will change anything with your preferences, with what you're being shown. So you can still manage all those connections. You can still make all those choices, but they, your post preferences aren't influencing what is being shown in the feed anymore. And I, they haven't actually said why they're doing this. My guess is that they're trying to see whether their um, algorithms are being, are accurate. So they want to know whether or not people are actually seeing what they, their algorithms think they want to see. So if you go in and you say, you know, I don't want to see any more of this and their algorithm said, you know, figures that you do want to see this, those are contradicting. So they're, I think that they're basically just using us as sort of beta testers. Like they actually do that a lot, but um, that's just something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. So this is all now completely algorithm. So people don't, the people's preferences are not influencing what's being shown in their feed. So this is even more focused, algorithm focused this year 
than it has been in the past probably two years. <clears throat> so for the algorithm, there's uh, just a few do's and don'ts. And these are probably things that we've all heard over and over, but I think it's always good to um, go back and kind of reiterate. And a lot of times it's just going back and being like, oh yeah, I forgot we were supposed to do that. I constantly am reminding myself to do things that are like back to the basics. So the first one is to understand your audience. Um, a good thing that I like to do is to just keep a record of your posts that encourage a lot of interactions so you can determine what your audience responds well to. So just what your friends respond well to. Mm -hmm. So this doesn't mean like a lot of work. This is if you get a post that has a lot of interactions, make a note of it that says like, you know, a post with a, you know, did you keep your Christmas tree up? How long do you keep your Christmas tree up? Type of a question post. Worked real well, got this many reactions. That way you know like these questions like would you rathers or type types of questions like that work really well. And yeah, again, I saw that uh, Julie said, save those and use them year after year. Exactly. That way you can keep, keep using them and um, you don't have to recreate the wheel every year. Uh, <laughs> and that also lets you um, share with each other what's working with and what's not. And then um, engage with your audience. So reply to every single comment on, on your posts. Um, even if it's something as simple as a thank you or just somebody had commented with an emoji, if you reply with, an with a comment, if you reply to a comment with a comment, it sends more engagement signals to the algorithm and that person will see more of your posts. It also makes that person feel heard and then they're more likely to post on your post to comment on your post in the future. And then use, definitely use Facebook stories and reels. And um, stories and reels live in a separate world from the main feed algorithm. So they kind of give you like a, a, a little backdoor into getting in more traffic without interrupting your algorithm flow. So um, you can post, to your reels or your stories, specifically to reels. Um, stories are to a certain extent in the same way, but specifically to reels, you can post to reels without fear of the reel interrupting the flow of interactions with your post. So if you post, if you do a, like your recipe post and then you do a reel at the same time, the same people are very unlikely to see those because reels are targeted towards people who are not following you or are not friends with you. And the main reason is because the purpose behind reels is so that Facebook can complete, compete with TikTok, which is for influencers and for content generators. So they're trying to get people who don't already follow them. So reels are targeting people who don't follow you, who haven't seen your content before. So that is a great way to get new eyes on your content. Mm -hmm. Great way to get. I just, I want to add something in here. So I've been a fan of reels for a long time. 
Um, I just kind of started making them and we can maybe do a little real workshop or something. I'm not saying that we need to teach all of our coaches to do this just yet. It's like anything else we want to ease people in. This is just for you guys. Um, but because I am a big fan of reels and I have people that I've followed for a while now, Facebook just changed something up to where now, even though I'm not friends with those people and I've only followed their reels, um, like a guy who's owns a Doberman who is a photographer, right? I've been following his photography and his Doberman for like over a year. He just popped up in my newsfeed now, a post. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not even friends with him. But yet now he's in my newsfeed. Same way there's this like preacher, this cute old guy who's a preacher and his wife and they dance they do these dancing reels and um i follow them he roller skates it's really cute he loves like disco roller skating um so now he pops into my newsfeed. so the same thing will happen to you if you're doing reels and creating content and it doesn't have to be crazy y'all it can be real simple stuff it can be um a picture as a reel it can be you can take a video and or if you see a reel you like when you click on it it'll say like create this this use this template and I've done that because it takes me forever to do reels, so I haven't done a ton of them. Um, but if you do use this template, it'll say, okay, now just upload, you know, 28 pictures. So I just get access to your thing and dee, 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 and I just access 20, 28 of the pictures that I want or whatever, or it might be five. Um, but the whole point is that it's like, because they're trying to outdo TikTok, um, the, it's like a platform within a platform. It's really like three platforms or maybe four within one platform. So, um, so by all means, um, mix it up. Like Jessica said, um, do, and I, I've, I never do posts without, with just words. So, um, so, uh, I think that that's a good thing to do sometimes. Um, okay. And, um what else was i going to say oh yeah and then they'll overlap and they facebook wants to boost and boost and boost and boost so as you're doing random things and rant just throw your social media into a blender sometimes and i noticed that when i traveled a bunch in december and i was really 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 prolific in my stories a bunch of stuff changed in my facebook so by all means change some things up don't just be doing the minimum um and some people are even trialing, um, rotating those three health-related posts. You do one in the morning, one the next day, and one the third day. But what's really important is that people react mostly. And in my experience, and Jessica, you could probably say something about this, but when you share your own transformation, I recommend, I'm recommending all my new coaches to share something about their own transformation at least once a week. All right, anything you want to add or you can keep going. Um, uh, so that I noticed there was a couple of questions on here that I thought there were some people that asked most the same questions. So one thing was that um, whether you should post to post a reel to Instagram and share it to Facebook or post directly to Facebook. So you should, for, for this, for your guys' purposes, post directly to Facebook. Facebook gives more attention to things that are posted directly to it than things that are shared from other platforms, even though Instagram is its platform, since it's owned by Meta. Um, it 
Facebook gives more attention to things and will give higher ranking to things that are posted directly to Facebook. So I save the reel because there's an option just before you post it to save it. Um, so I'll save it and then I'll post it directly to Facebook and then I'll go and post it in my reels on Instagram or something. I mean, in my stories. Okay. We have to, we have to get going as we still have Shannon. Okay. Um, and so the, um, the next one is don't forget about a uh, simple status post. So this is something that you just mentioned, uh, Jen. So uh, the basic status posts, so just text, no photos or videos, uh, they still get engagement and they actually can do better than other formats. There's um, been some studies on business pages in the last year that have shown that they actually do better because business pages have better, have um, uh, analytics on them so that you can see how posts, specific posts do. Um, so Facebook business pages have been showing increased engagement with just basic posts in the past year over photo and video posts. So not saying that you should just only do basic posts, but don't forget about them. They're still, it's still fine to just, just post some text. Say and how you're does, doing today. And you said that does include words with a colored background. Yes, that does. Yep. I was about to poo-poo that as one of our incentives this year for a monthly thing. And Jessica told me that. I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to keep that one in the rotation. <laughs> um, okay. Um, we're not, yeah. And business pages are getting views, but we still don't, people don't follow business pages. So do, I wouldn't put a ton of time in that yet. We're still, we'll always give you guys what we think is um, the best of the best info. Um, and then someone asked again about branding service. We tend to get less interaction, um, less of an audience on these posts. So um, do you find Jessica, that there is a difference if someone posts a transformation of someone else versus if a, can, can Facebook identify that there's someone else posting for you? No, it's okay. because of the way that the branding services have to do it now. They mm -hmm. have to log in, log in using right. your credentials so they so, can't tell that it's someone else. Each image, though, does have like an identifier to it. So using new images, that's why, you know, doing your own transformation once a week, it will be a fresh new thing um, that will do better. And then, you know, looking for the newer transformations in the Morris tribe will be, you know, will be great. Or any boot camp that we do when we ask people to um, drop some new fresh content so and i know that these branding services um do try to use new content and not recycle old stuff okay do we have anything else uh one more so the last okay. one is don't try to manipulate the algorithm so as annoying as it is the algorithm we can't get around it so don't try and like figure out ways to like circumvent it um work with it instead of against it so just do um you know, be, be honest, be authentic, create good content that resonates with your audience and do your best to make things that will uh, send those positive ranking signals. And that way you can grow naturally instead of trying to do things like, you know, sending a lot of posts at one time or trying to get, trying to get a lot of friends in weird ways or, so don't do anything kinky because Facebook will definitely freak out. Slash Jessica Widerko. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. You no, can that's see it. That's all oh, she's my right arm. She's my right. She's the 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 left side of my brain. Is that right? Is that the one? Sure. The right side. Which one is the more analytical side? 
anyway. Um, okay. Appreciate you so much. Uh, we can stop share. Uh, don't can be ask one question to Jessica, Jen, this is Kelly. Yeah. Quick question, Jessica, does interaction on messenger change the algorithms? Do they see, oh, she's talking a lot on messenger with somebody. I'm going to show each, she, show each of those people, each other's news feeds and their content. Um, officially, no, it, it's not supposed to, because messenger is supposed to be a private encrypted conversation. Uh, Thank you. There has been studies that have said that it does, um, just based on just observational things, but officially it doesn't, it shouldn't affect it. Cool. All right. Um, we can stay on after the hour, after Shannon talks um, and answer a few more questions if we need to. But right now, um, Jessica, you can stop sharing and we are going to, gosh, you guys see why I love this girl so much. Um, so phenomenal. Just, I mean, she's like one of those people who can just figure out how to do anything. All right, Miss Ruzichka. Awesome. Um, now. Shannon came to me with some fantastic ideas and I was like, this is going to go so great with what I want to teach on. So I asked her if she would come in and share what she's been doing um, with her working in depth um, as a business coach and with social media. Go ahead, girl. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. This actually goes right in line with what I have been doing for about the past month, very intentionally um, with some coaches, um, frontline, but also in depth. And it has to do with helping them on their social media. What I found is that I would spend time going to coaches pages and commenting on their posts, um, trying to kind of bump their posts, boost the algorithms, but I maybe sometimes wasn't getting them replying back or days would go by and they may have forgotten about the notifications and I felt like this is not a good use of my time because I'm intentionally spending time, you know, to help them, but maybe they're not seeing the notifications for a while, or maybe they don't understand why I'm on their page commenting on 10 posts and, and I want them to comment back. Um, so what I have been doing is intentionally messaging in relationship, these coaches, um, and it, I just did one this morning. So I'm just going to read you kind of what I have been doing because I I want them to know that I'm intentionally doing this and asking them if they're open to working with me, with me doing this. Um, so this morning I said, happy Monday, Katie. I hope you're adjusting to your first full week back to school. Our kiddos were so exhausted. I can't imagine how you feel as a teacher. I am working with some coaches on keeping massive momentum on their social media through the beginning of the new year as people are beginning to think of their intentions and goals in health. One of the things we encourage coaches to do is to keep all comments replied to on the post, which you are doing great at. But if I intentionally spent some time commenting on some of your older posts this week, would you be willing to reply back to my comments on those comments? This will recirculate those older posts I comment on for more to see and hopefully keep some momentum alive on your page as you continue to brand and do power hour activities. And then I ask the question again, would you be open to taking some time to reply if I spent some intentional time doing this this week? Okay. So before I take the time to go spend time on their page, I am asking their permission and I'm making this a priority for them. So I'm getting their buy-in. 
You guys, I have not sent this message yet to any coach who has said no. My reply, I already have one. Yes, I absolutely would. I will drop that in the chat right now, but then I'm gonna go through and show you what I do um, and how it has opened amazing doors for batting balls in their social media, okay? So here's what I would send, tweak it your own, don't copy and paste. I have also done it in depth. Um, that coach that I did this today is like five levels deep. I happen to be in her business thread because I asked to be in her business thread because she is growing. Um, and so talk to your business coach of who's going to do this within the mentorship if your plan is to do this. I'm going to share my screen then and I'm going to go to her page and kind of show what I would do and how I would bat the balls to this coach. Okay, you guys should see my Facebook, right? So this coach, um, what I will do is as I'm going through commenting on older posts, I'm also inspecting what I would inspect on their Facebook page. And so I'm going to always start with their profile picture. I haven't commented on this, but what I'm also looking at is she hasn't changed it since December 14th. And I'm taking notes because what I'm going to do after I make these is I'm going to bat some balls back. So what I literally am doing is the same thing. We're just... I love this program. I always make sure to write program. Now, I don't spend time scrolling like this. I will to inspect their page to give feedback, but when I'm bumping posts, I'm going to their page from a computer and I am clicking photos. And then I am clicking Katie's photos. I wanna make this really quick, efficient, and streamlined. What I am doing is I am looking specifically for posts that are transformations of her that are gonna show her personal journey. Um, and so here is one right here of her and her husband, 151 likes or loves. I'm commenting on it. And I am gonna do this by just looking at her photos. It's gonna save me a ton of time. I'm not having to scroll through every single post on her page, okay? So you get the point. I'm gonna go through, when I do this, I do, it seems crazy, but I've been doing anywhere between 10 and 12 posts. Um, it works, it bumps it back into, into the feed. People have had AJs from this. It completely changes the algorithms, but they need to be willing to reply back. Now, when I'm doing this, I'll go comment on a ton of posts, um, but I also inspect their page, okay? So I'm looking, oh, there's a client. So I will go back and I will comment on the client's post. It's allowing me to spend some intentional time on their page and what's missing. What am I looking for? I wanna see if they've gone live, all the things. I want them to do health tips, everything. But what I will do from here, you guys, is I will then go in their thread after I've commented and I will say, Katie, you're gonna see a ton of notifications from me. Your branding looks amazing. I'm really proud of you. You're doing an awesome job. We always wanna start with a positive. While scrolling through your page, I have some ideas. Would you be open to a couple of tips to incorporate that I think might help what you're already doing, okay? And they're gonna say yes. They're gonna reply to all those comments. And so then I'm just gonna start batting balls. And what I have found is it is invigorating them on their social media when they know that I'm intentionally spending time. And so I might say to Katie, like, your posts are awesome. Like, would you be open to changing your profile picture? You know, I notice it hasn't been since December. Yeah, great, she'll change your profile. Awesome, would you be willing to go live this week? And so I'm just batting the ball back and forth, okay? And it has 
been amazing to see the consistency in the engagement of that back and forth. Okay. And one point before you move on, I'm sorry, you know, you've got your brain going, um, is when Shannon says something like, would you be willing to change your profile picture? And they say, sure. The net, if it's a new coach, you might ask them, but you want me to make one for you? I love making, and I do, I truly do love making transformation photos. You, oh, I'd love to make it for you. Send me um, some pictures. So make sure that you don't, if they say yes, you don't just don't assume. leave them at the bus stop. No. You know what I mean? Make no, sure if it's a new coach, them. yes. Meet them at <laughs> make their sure level. They get on the bus and the bus yeah. drives away with your new little yeah. coach buckled in. So yeah. um, you want to meet them. Okay. Yeah. And That's so right. like a coach, like Katie's has the braining service. So like, I'm not going to tell her, Hey, post a recipe. So you want to meet them at their level based on their goals. I mean, an action step might just be, can you post a transformation tonight? And maybe you're helping them find the transformation. But what I have found is it's opening up that back and forth engagement. And I have new coaches in depth that I'm not in their business thread and I'm reaching out and I'm just saying, Hey, I'm so excited for you. Like you have an amazing transformation. I'm part of your mentorship that opens the door right for someone in depth but then I can go and say hey I'm gonna go spend some time on your page your transformation is awesome like we'd be willing to comment back it's just giving you concrete like action to be intentional because you guys this work I used to do this all the time you get busy you kind of lose sight of it and I've been really intentional lately with what this is doing and not only is it helping their business but it's been amazing for relationship building. Like, and I'm really good at that. I mean, that's just one of my strengths, but this has opened up my ability to be more intentional there as well. One thing I do wanna show you is how to find your coach's biggest posts and save those um, because the most impactful posts that your coaches are making are gonna be their first launch posts or their first transformations when they are first branding and posting. Um, and so what I want you to do is I want you all to open up connect. Um, and what I'm going to have you do is go to engage and you're going to go to all coaches report. And that is going to default to your frontline. Um, but if you have um, bigger than frontline, you want to click organization. So you're going to engage, you're going to go to all coaches report, and then you want to click on organization. And I'm going to share my screen. I've muted out um, information. So when you pull up this report, you're going to see a lot more than I do. Um, but what I want you to do is click these three little dots. Um, because all I want you to see is the coach's name and activation date. I have taken their last name out just for confidentiality. But if you click these three dots on your report, go to columns, you can uncheck all this extra mumbo jumbo. Okay. Um, so all I want you to have is their first name, last name. But what I really am wanting you guys to look at is activation date. And I'm going to show you an example with my first coach here. Their activation date is when they became a coach. So chances are their first posts are going to be somewhere within this time frame. Okay. So Abby's activation date is four of 2019. So what I'm going to do is I am going to her page. 
you can filter from a computer. If you go to their page, there is this button right here under posts. I'm going to click filters. I am going to go to 2019 and I am going to go to April. I'm going to filter this and I'm going to scroll down. I'm not going to spend a ton of time, but this post has 139 likes and loves. You can delete your comment and comment back and it will recirculate this post and it will like be on fire again. Um, so I'm going to scroll back a little bit more. I found an even better one. 252 likes or loves. Okay, so I'm going to find my comment. I literally am going to paste it or well, not the link, but I'm just going to copy this. I'm going to click the three, the little, I'm going to delete it and I'm going to paste it and change it around if I need to. I can love this more. I'm so proud of you. I'm just going to boom. And it's just recirculating it. Okay. And it's on one of her biggest posts. I mean, she's been a coach since 2019. I'm not going to scroll all the way back to 2019, but you can find all of your coaches activations here. So if you're wondering, when did they start? Where would their most impactful post be? You can do that. And then you can go to their page, filter it, comment it and bump it back. Okay. The last thing I want to show you that's been really impactful is there in your search bar. If you want to just type in, you can type anything in here, you guys. I'm going to type in, I love this program in my Facebook search bar. I want to see posts. I want to see posts from my friends. So these are going to pull up all posts from my friends that say I love this program. Makes it super simple to see, have I already commented on all of these? Maybe I could bump some of these that are older. You could type in sugar shot. You could type in fall into health. We had the fall into health challenge. So I'm gonna go to posts. I just search for fall into health. I don't wanna see mine. I wanna see posts from friends. There it is, fall into health, fall into health. Um, so, you can utilize, like I haven't commented on this, and so it can be easy as business coaches to miss posts, and it can be easy not to comment on things when you have so many, and so you can search anything. You can search program, sugar shot, whatever you want there, um, and use it to your advantage to find posts, but bumping posts really does work, and it's one of those activities that is so easy to do, right? It's so easy to comment on posts, but it's so easy to forget to do. We get so caught up in the other activities of our business, but it really does increase engagement. When I searched, I love this program last night, I had tons of my old posts that I didn't reply back to. I didn't clean them up. I commented back because I had three people reach out last night on my own posts. Like, and it was more likes, more loves. And it's because I bumped a post from like 2018 just by replying back. Um, so with what Jessica just said this morning makes me really happy to hear um, because I've been trialing this and really spending some intentional time doing this and it really is making a difference. And so I just wanted to share that with all of you. So you just blew everybody's minds. P.S. Um, this is why you guys always want to sponsor up. You want to sponsor people who are good at all kinds of different things and I mean, 
Shannon and I have been working together. Has it been four or five years now? Four years. Four years. And, you know, we all grow over time. And you'll see that, you know, uh, somebody brilliant uh, who's doing some brilliant work, you got to make sure that um, you're asking them what they're doing when it's working. And so I just appreciate your partnership, Shannon. And um, oh my God, you just blew everybody's mind. Um, so I hope so, it was helpful. It's, it yes, is yes, very, okay. very intentional so, work. And I think I saw Kelly put it in the chat, but this is called playing offense in your business and not yes, defense. And is. I can't oh, say that enough. 100%. Like this is 100% offensive activities and it takes time. You guys, I made a sheet. I do about three coaches. I send that message to at once because I want to be intentional. And so what I would do is I'd say, sent Katie message, check replied back yes check bumped post check left feedback check and i'm not going to move on and do this for everyone at once because i want to give katie the time and then i'm going to do it for another coach so don't spam your coaches with this because it does take time i mean it really did take a lot of time so i would do about three messages at once i'd wrap up that conversation i'd bump posts and then i'd be like okay who's next and who's raising their hands and businesses who needs some momentum I'm going to batch another group of three coaches and we're going to focus on them this week. And so prioritize maybe who is working towards a rank or who needs wins. It doesn't even have to be a rank. I have some coaches that like they just need some wins and to feel that relationship and love. Like this is a simple activity to really do to boost that too. Agree. Yep. And, um, and if you are sending, if you're sending, uh, you know, doing the, the bumping and all of that after you've sent the message. Um, it's really amazing. And you're, you're actually, you know, with everything that Shannon said, um, whether it's bumping posts, um, bumping posts, you can just do randomly. You can pick anybody and go bump posts from years ago. Um, but picking those two or three people who, um, who, who you want to help win something, win, like, Yep. Oh my gosh, they need it. The, you know, it's so fun. They're all in. They've been doing all the work or they're discouraged. This is such a great way to build trust with them. And like Shannon said, the more trust you build, you create efficiency in that business and they will grow uh, yep. knowing that you've got their back. So um, thank you so much, everyone. We really appreciate you guys. You're incredible. We're so excited for Houston. So by all means, uh, get yourselves registered, get your uh, coaches registered, and um, we will see you there. Thank you.